right. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. This is uh, Timothy Deal. This is Nick. And if you've not listened to the Weekly Hijack before, uh, this is where we just kind of give our quick uh, reactions. Instantaneous reactions. That is when we just finished watching an episode. That's right. And uh, this is the first time we've done something besides Lost for the Weekly Hijack. Yeah. We haven't gone too far from the tree, though. This is once upon a time. But this is—we know nothing about what's going up. You know, this is brand new stuff for us. Yes. So, the episode we just watched actually—did you catch the name uh, of it? Darkness Beyond. Uh, I don't remember. Darkness Beyond. This is uh, mid-season four. We're on season four now. Right? Yes. And basically, just the first one after the uh, season break, we got to see a lot of Rumpelstiltskin plotting with. Corella and Ursula, and then the fairy back in the with uh, Maleficent. There was there too. Yeah. Um, but also, I should sit, point out in the living room, we've got a number of other people. We've got Nick's wife Natasha. Hi. Uh, Nick's brother Zach. Hi. And Nick's parents, Kurt and Deb. Hello. So if you've heard the other weekly hijack, you're familiar with all these voices at least a little bit. Um, we're in the Hayden's family room right now, and so yeah, thoughts. There's a lot of different things. Go ahead. Go. Oh, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> go ahead. I was like, okay, I, I was like, beyond anything else. Great like, start, I, I've guys. Never, I've never been like, completely convinced of this threesome of villains. It's been very, it seems very odd to me. But I will say, first of all, my uh, estimation of Cruella went up when she pulled a gun. I figured that was the smartest thing any villain had done in, in, real, <laughs> in real America. Real world no, stuff. I know, but to me it was like, wow, that's helpful. As opposed to like some weird magic that may or may not work. Yeah, I I don't I get the I mean, Ursula and Maleficent are okay. Cruella's not a Disney queen I mean a evil witch. She was a bad person. And I don't see how she met up with these people. And all these other things take place in like, like a fairy tale forest. Yeah. Other lands, she was in like New York or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't yeah. seem to fit. And then, and then they gave her magical powers, though. Which then I'm like, yeah. Uh, well, I'm have hoping you that this show before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, I'm I'm hoping later in the season there'll be some sort of flashback about how she got because yeah her out even her outfit doesn't look like it fits into fairy at all and but i mean and they did that sort of thing with when they did the frozen thing last time you know all the their outfits look like they're from arendelle yeah. which is a completely different country than enchanted forest people dress yeah i just worry that i worry that this show is going to drag on longer than it should and keep pulling in characters just to keep pulling in characters and, and and cheapen the characters while they do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, you're gonna, yeah. This show is pro I mean, true. This, the first season and probably some of the second is probably some of the stronger things. It's been very kind of uneven since uh, you know since we got away from just kind of the core story. Yeah. I mean, but the the tricky thing is that it has some very strong moments. I mean, like, I love seeing, you know, Regina trying to be good. Like, can we drop the E word, please? Actually, almost, and this for all seasons, almost anything with Regina or Rumpel, even if you don't, like, even the plot lines sometimes are kind of crazy, those actors sell their scenes. They do. They do. Well, I like this, I think the, the idea, this whole season be behind this, this author and sorcerer thing, I really like that storyline. And that seems like it could have a lot of good things to it. Well, I worry that they're going to 
try to rush it quickly or cheapen that, and then next season have a whole new thing, and they're just going to keep dragging it on. It's almost like, do that really well and end the show. Yeah. And, I, and be done with it. And then if you want to bring in like some of these characters in something else like they did with uh, Wonderland. Wonderland, do that. Mm-hmm. But they've almost done as much as they can do really well with Storybrooke and these characters all together like this. Yeah. And I, I can totally see that. I was I remember when they when they went to Neverland at the beginning of season three, I was like, Oh cool, we're getting away from Storybrooke for a while. Maybe we'll have take these well, And then we're in a jungle in the and, nighttime. <laughs> yeah, and it was like just wandering around for ages. Well and even like <laughs> And even the idea of like them bringing for a while, they tease the idea of like maybe bringing like outside forces into Storybrooke yeah. and like maybe dealing with. Ma- it seems like if you got more of the outside world into Storybrooke or vice versa, it could make for some inter. It could break it up a bit. I mean, I like Storybrooke, but at the same time, it does feel kind of confined. Like, how many more villains can we bring into this? <laughs> why, why, why is the the curse around the town so confusing about how it works? <laughs> Yeah, magic is, yeah, that's my pet peeve sometimes, how magic can mean something one episode and then have a reversal of it the next episode, and you're just like, well, I mean, it's very, and to some of you just buy me, that's the show, and then sometimes it just, like, Zach early, go ahead, Zach. Well, okay, two things on that, then. One is the giant hell beast, or whatever it was. I think Chernabog is his name for it. Okay, well, whatever it is. (laughs) You know, they were like, it can be destroyed because there's no magic in the outside world, and we'll send it to the outside world, which is a logical assumption, I think, but Mm. then not five seconds later are they like, hey, let's throw this scroll out so they can use it's magical ability to get (laughs) inside the town, and I'm like, wait, that doesn't work, which then... So just, I mean, right there it was back to back. But the other thing that to me, I don't think would have worked if there hadn't been this giant mid-season finale is the fact that these people have been trapped inside this hat thing forever. And then there's just like, oh yeah, there's a curse. To, there's a Scabella just gets them out. I mean, it's a pretty quick, easy thing. We just found it and it's... Well, but but Rumple had still skin and plant gave them the info they needed. Yeah, I know. And it's just like, this hat is such a powerful thing it releases the dark one from his thing but we've got this spell that'll just let it out and then <laughs> and then like oh and once you've been in it once you can't get in it again uh. i'm like that's a really arbitrary like <laughs> rule for this hat i just like it seemed kind of weird to me yeah it's so, it's true they pull this kind of thing yeah, on once yeah, before. they do yeah on the upside, this this uh, building, like I think this author thing could be interesting. They play it right and mm-hmm. to kind of reveal this time that the sorcerer and the author are different people. Yeah, that's a cool. You know, revelation. suddenly like, oh wait, no, there's not just a Jacob. There's also this man. No, I mean, <laughs> so I didn't have to do that because these guys pull lost things a lot. Which yeah, incidentally, going, uh, the, the villains going to Mister Clux. It's pretty awesome. Great. That was that's... awesome. I I, do, I did really enjoy that. That's like, if you're not a lost vet fan, that's I, I, I Hurley's have, restaurant like, chain. I have I, they haven't sold me on these villains, but like simultaneously, Ursula's the person playing Ursula and her character, not necessarily her like tentacles and weird Ursula ishness, but like her just being her, her personality works for me. Yeah. She's very you know kind of hardcore and get it done and whatever, and I like that. And, er, and Cruella, I don't know, about, there's part of her that I really like and part of her that hasn't sold on me yet, but I think I think it can warm up to those two. Well, it's interesting with these villains in that they're very they're sort of like. 
it's weird the way Once has been doing characters from Disney stories lately. Like originally, it was just kind of like they don't have that much resemblance to them, but yeah. they, you'll get a Disney reference now and then. Now some of the costumes are very Disney-like, especially Cruella yeah. and Maleficent. And but the characters are not—they're like halfway like the Disney version, but halfway and, not. I almost wish the the costumes weren't as close because in some ways it's a little distracting. It's distracting. It's almost like a crutch. You know, we we complain. Well, we didn't have this podcast time, but we complained last season. Natasha complained about uh, Elsa not changing her clothing from the, her Elsa costume like all season. Yeah. And just like it was ridiculous. It got ridiculous. It's like it didn't Everyone make any else natural wears street clothes and she's like Oh, I'm wearing this dress around some more. Well, okay, but but Hook wore the same outfit for like forever. Yeah, but his are still pants and a jacket. I mean, it's not like. Is it more practical? It's yeah, it's much more practical. <laughs> like the flashback didn't do much for. We needed it for the connections, or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it, it, the unfortunate thing with booting up a season is that like or a half like, season, a half season. Yeah, I was, but anyway, it's like the beginning with like the time passing and Storybrooke being. Peaceful and and gold eating ramen, that's good stuff. Yeah. And in the end, where it's like, and here's my plan, and you know, and then there's all of these hints of other stuff. But kind of the middle of like, let's deal with this beast thing is sort of like, uh, okay, <laughs> I, it's okay, but you know. I also think it's it kind of monstrous. Like they week. always fall back on this. The flashback is a mirror of the current. Like that's they always do flashbacks like. I'm mirroring the past and the present. It's like, you can't do something different than that. I mean, I don't know. It just, I get It was something a little extra zest to it, maybe. Yeah, I get annoyed a little bit with it sometimes because it's like, there's no... They also, like, bring back these flashbacks that... You're like, somebody would have brought up the fact that we've met these people. (laughs) You know, it's like a whole new epic saga in their history that we just, like... Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Once Upon a Time is kind of showing it's it's worn around the edges with look. Uh, I mean, again, it's, it's like we don't want to totally discount it because there's some really interesting things going and, on. And there's some neat stuff that could play. And, you know, and some of the, some of the like, golden Regina, to me, are always interesting. Well, and, like, we, we were commenting, I don't know, I'm guessing it's on purpose, like, Gold in the like real world stuff, he looks much more haggard and tired than like we typically see in him at all. I mean, he's still he's still being Rumpelstiltskin trying to pull the strings, but the difference from him outside the the city border and the moment he walked inside, you know, completely different. And, and you have to give props to Hook. Actually, has has had quite a quite a uh, an arc. Arc, yeah. yeah. And even he still has he's still processing change, mm-hmm. which I think is more than expected when we first got Hook. Yes, that's true. Uh, I think it's more than the writers expected, too. He was only supposed to be a short-time thing, and then the fans loved him so much, they made him into a big yeah. part. I, I remember reading that, that he wasn't supposed to be anything big. I, I can see that. I can see that. Unfortunately, that meant uh, Rumpel lost his son, but that opened up some interesting story yeah. Yeah. I, I've avenues. I've been pleased with how they've done Hook, which I was surprised by. Yeah. I wasn't sure they'd be able to do it as well. What do you think about this uh, revelation at the end here, or toward the end, where Gold implied that uh, Emma was uh, the one that the the monster was chasing? Which occurred to me when, like, Regina teleported out of the car, and then it's but it stayed on top of it. Apparently, uh, Emma has a great potential for darkness. We saw a preview about that. Yeah, it wasn't unexpected because they've been showing previews. Yeah, that's why. To me, I when they were chasing. 
the car, I knew it was Emma they were after because the preview had shown that they're going to turn her evil or something. Oh, I hadn't seen that one. Which is just annoying that they sometimes, if it was supposed to be this big surprise, you just showed us all in the previews yeah. a yeah. week early, too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's not like they, they showed it this upcoming week. They showed it before this even came out. Well, I, and I thought it interesting, too. They're almost like sort of playing with that because, you know, Emma... You think of her, you know, child of Snow White and Prince Charming, but then also kind of the corrupted thing. But then Snow and Charming had this very dark moment at the end. Is like, don't tell anyone this or we'll kill you sort of moment. <laughs> and even the villains were like, whoa. It is really... It uh, seems like they're they're trying to find... I don't know. It seems like they're making everyone a little bit evil. When It works, it works best when they have one villain uh, we can yeah. focus on. But now they're pulling in everybody, and each of these characters are the worst character in their particular stories. When you put them all together, it's just like a bunch of hens in a hen house. And nobody seems, nobody seems really all that evil. Like gold is kind yeah. of evil, but the other ladies, you're like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're throwing on, on top of all that, they're trying to make Emma evil. They're bunnying the waters which, too much. Which I yeah. suppose if you played it really well, you could do all this like play these threads of redemption and fake redemption well, but subtlety has never been a strong suit of once upon a time. <laughs> That's true. Like, like, a lot of times they have these great ideas and, like, at times they'll hit it really well, but you always feel like you could have done a little... And it not... I mean, writing TV is not easy. I'm not saying I could have necessarily done it either. Right, right. But you could play multiple plot lines simultaneously on this sort of good versus evil thing, which they like to play. They like to either turn people good or once they're good... Threaten with turning them evil, right? Which is kind of the the driving force of almost all of Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mind so much the whole this potential plot line with Emma, just because I think it's interesting to see, you know, the like Regina was evil and to see the good in her and see the opposite of that too. But I was going somewhere with that. Um, totally just <laughs> don't worry. This happens to yeah. us all the time. All the time, we're just like. Uh, and the edit this out very nicely, but not this but one. just for you and Natasha, we won't. No, <laughs> no, but I, I know what you mean, though. Like muddying the water so much that it loses a little bit of the fairy tale aspect of it, of the of the good and the and the evil and the, and the clearly. I mean, at the same time, once has always kind of had this thing of like evil is not bored. It's bread, you know, things like choices that you yeah. make it, you know, it grows on you and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the storyline of are you good or are you evil and going, flipping back and forth has been done though on this show yeah. before. Yeah, and it's like, great. really? We're going to watch Emma do it this time? I mean, and it could be done well. The thing with Emma is, um, she's just coming into her powers really. And it seems like magic well, magic always comes with a price, Mary. <laughs> um, magic turns you evil, or it c- comes with evil baggage to You're it. You're raising Steelheart there? Sorry. <laughs> well, well, it's, no, the, it's the power it. thing. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. 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 Since her power's rising, it makes sense, at least, that it might be drawing <clears throat> out the... Her yeah, evil and story. I don't think... I, uh, I agree with you. It could be a good storyline. The thing is... They just did that storyline. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they, like, spaced it out, I wouldn't mind as much. And they might do it really well. well. And I'm curious, so how, does that, how does that coincide or play with the whole 
you know, basically, are you born to be a villain? You know, this this author thing. Mm, you know, you're yeah. trying to get a happy ending. And you're also then turning good guys back. I mean, maybe it'll all play together really well. Or will they be two separate plots and just kind of just get hammered together? I hope they get I hope they get milled. My suspicion is that they're gonna eventually find out that like Rumple put painted it in this very well, we didn't succeed because someone was, was author was, was against us, yeah, purposely. I think at least I'm I'm hoping they're kinda of going the direction with no, everyone has free choice, there's yeah. still free will. It's not like the author's imposing these well, things. I, I like this discussion we could have about predestined free will. I'm not sure how much we actually have, but I like I, it, it's intriguing to me. Well, and, and I think us. and I think that's where they were kind of hinting at with Regina's the page she yeah. found of an alternate version of her story. Yeah. So hopefully that's the multiverse. <laughs> no, hopefully not. All right. Well, <laughs> they start going to alternate story books. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, indeed. All right, well, we've talked a long time about this first episode, but I think it's good to get a lot of our pent-up frustrations about once, <laughs> about once upon a time out. And, so. then, yeah, and then and at the beginning, beginnings always take long to get going. Here, yeah, so. especially on the show. But anyway, that's that's our first one for Once Upon a Time, and next time it'll be shorter. Because, maybe. Well, maybe. We'll, I just say, quick trot out. I, I enjoy these. I know I always do the last ending thing. <laughs> But I like seeing, you know, very, you know, the Regina Emma thing. Like they're just like hanging out. They're like, yeah, they're buddies. And then you know, Regina and the fairy. You know, it just yeah. shows a lot of the fairy is like, man, no, I'm not. Like, she's not. Re- she, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's not ready to trust Regina so completely like yeah. everyone else is. So, anyways, Regina's com- completely. I mean, she her her transition is complete. Which like. I was from, not sure they were going to do. Yeah, from season one, you would not have guessed that. You would have guessed that Rebel Stiltskin would be changed first. Yeah. Redeemed completely first. Um, so anyway, I just thought those were nice little moments to remind us, okay, this is... Yeah. They're not backing down on this. That's true. Okay, go ahead. Okay. End this up. All right. You can listen to The Weekly High and Jack at deroldtrainsofthought.blogspot.com. We, um, you, and also, you can write, listen to a regular podcast, The Old Trains of Thought, uh, where we talk about all manner of storytelling stuff. Good stuff. Well, me and Nick, not these other people. No, that we don't <laughs> let them talk. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> um, you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or... YouTube. YouTube. Yes. We're all over the place for your listening pleasure. And share us. If you like us, you don't tell other people. That's right. And spread the love. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Adios. Bye.